want to live a high vibe life with radiant energy levels, juicy sexual vitality, and have great success manifesting abundance in your life. Welcome to the Sexual Kung Fu Podcast, where we dive deep into sexual mastery and how to use sexual energy to magnetize your ideal life. So, welcome everybody. Uh, I want to cover a few things before we get into the Q&A. Um, <clears throat> let's see where to start. The journey of sexual mastery, the journey of really, is, is really a journey of self-mastery, right? Um, our sexual habits are, uh, and our, se- our, our expression of sexuality, it's very much interrelated, very much tied into all kinds of different aspects about ourselves. It's really, it's tied into every aspect of ourselves, really, right? And so the journey of learning sexual mastery, which, what, what does that really mean for me? It's, it's not just about like being able to, you know, <laughs> control ejaculation, like perform in the bedroom. It's about working with that sexual energy, working with it as pure potential, pure creative energy, which it is, and harnessing that energy, channeling it into everything, really, whatever you want to channel into, whatever you want to create with it, whatever you want to manifest with it, right? Because this is our creative energy. It's our creative power. It's our pure potential. And a lot of people are disconnected from this this creative potential, this ability to manifest, this ability to create from nothing. And they feel stuck in their lives. They feel depressed. They feel, you know, addicted to vices, stuck in a dead end lifestyle, right? And so for me, this journey was really one of of learning about myself and learning to overcome the limitations, limiting beliefs I had upon myself, uh, the ways that I made myself small, the ways I held myself where I was in my life instead of growing and expanding and transforming and evolving. And so learning to practice semen retention as a lifestyle, which for me isn't about, you know, when when it comes to semen retention, your intention is very important here. A lot of guys do this because they want superficial things. Oh, I want, you know, people to find me attractive. I want, you know, a bigger ego. I want more status, but that's not really a good enough reason. You know, it, it, it can't be about other people. It can't be about, I want other people to like me more. I want to seem cooler. I want to seem more attractive to people. It's not a very good reason. You're going to, you're going to find yourself in a dead end. For me, it was about maximizing my energy, maximizing my creative ability, maximizing my causality, my ability to choose what I want in my life and bring it into my life, my ability to balance my body and my mind, my ability to keep myself in a harmonious, balanced and happy state, really, right? I mean, what what is it we all want, really? We all want fulfillment. We all want to have (laughs) an unenjoyable experience, right? And we often get caught in these weird uh, superficial things like, well, I need money to do this. I need uh, just the right partner to do this. But these are all stories that we're telling ourselves. And the truth is that um, it's about creating this deeper relationship with yourself, uh, with your higher self, we could say, you know, these these more expanded aspects of our being, your subconscious mind, and understanding that we've been placed, uh, all this conditioning has been placed upon us. You know, we have a certain way of experiencing sex, for example, and a lot of guys are stuck in this very, very, very limited dimension of experiencing sex and orgasm. Uh, We're limited in what we believe we can accomplish. We have these limiting beliefs about, you know, how much money we think we should have and things like that. And so working with sexual Kung Fu, working with your sexual energy is to kind of go in into all of these areas, right? This is a very, it's very holistic work. It's very deep work. And understand that there's this pattern between or this connection between how your energy flows in your body, uh, the beliefs that you have, the the confidence you have, your, your health, your energy levels, and your sexual experience. And so sexual Kung Fu, the, the system of sexual Kung Fu is, is about going in and addressing all these things. But at the root, not doing superficial work, trying to like, you know, fix it from the outside, but going within, looking within your body, saying, what patterns am I holding on to? What tension patterns am I holding on to? What limiting beliefs am I holding on to? What's holding me back? What's keeping me from having the sexual experience I want? And you'll often see that there's these blockages. There's these uh, contractions. Maybe it's something in your body. And it's linked to all these different areas in in your life. Like maybe you have trouble receiving things. You have trouble receiving money. You have trouble receiving pleasure. You have trouble receiving love from someone, right? And when you go in and you open up, clear these blockages, it can be a very vulnerable process. All these things come up. You start to feel things you haven't allowed yourself to feel. And so it's, it's, it's kind of opening things up 
processing them properly, digesting them, so to speak, and then releasing that energy, which creates more space within you. And now you have more space to change your belief patterns, change the way the energy flows, allow yourself to actually receive once again. So you start to create this. It's really about creating a higher exchange between you and the world, right? That's what creates abundance is you're putting more energy out into the world. You're creating, <clears throat> living in your passion, doing something meaningful, and it comes back to you tenfold, right? And so for me, this process of mass, I mean, not to say I've mastered because it's, it's, it's always a journey. You know, you're never really at the destination of mastery. It's always a process, right? It's a daily practice. But this journey of sexual mastery for me changed every single aspect of my life. It changed how I feel about myself. It changed how other people feel about me. It changed my interactions with other people. It obviously completely transformed and changed my sexual experience from being this very impulsive, very fleeting thing. That, that That's how I would describe my experience with sexual pleasure in the past was something very fleeting. It's like you can't quite contain it. You can't quite grab it. It's like it's there and then it's gone because you're you know, watching porn, maybe in like shallow sex situations is like intense arousal, intense stimulation, then ejaculation, five seconds of pleasure gone. It's like, I want that again, but you can't. So it's like, how do we make this sustainable? How do you learn to create uh, a different way of experiencing the sexual energy so that it can be sustained for longer periods of time with higher intensity, so to speak, but also more grounded so you can contain it, so you can hold and digest that energy. So it doesn't leave you when you're gone, but it, you hold that charge within your body, you alchemize it, you store it within it yourself, and now you have that energy and you can put it into whatever you, whatever you want. And that is really, you know, from my experience, the biggest secret in being more creative, being more abundant, being more productive, being more of whoever you really want to be. And so it's a, it's a very, it's a deep journey, right? And this is very, very relevant, I would say, in the world right now, because on a planetary scale, we're going through this massive shadow work really we're all going through a huge transformation everyone is going through something right now like you can't really be alive on planet earth right now and not be going through some deep serious inner work because that's it's the time that we're in it's a, it's time for the shadows to be revealed it's time for the darkness to be revealed to to show what's no longer serving us and that's what we're going through on a collective level and it's very unpleasant for a lot of people but i can tell you from my experience that there's a way to make it a lot more smooth there's a way to accelerate the process. There's a way to stay grounded and enjoy the process. And that is having a daily practice, very specific daily practice, right? Where you are connecting with nature, you are bringing fresh chi from the universe through your channels, clearing out the old patterns and learning to stay grounded, learning to uh, uh, use this life force, use the chi to keep yourself in a state of feeling high, right? Feeling elevated, feeling high energy, feeling creative. And so... This is the greatest tool I think anyone can have right now. And, and also sex, sexual experience, sex is, it's a very, it's a very embodied experience. It's one of the amazing things about being in a physical body is this experience of lovemaking, of, of intertwining with someone else to these two polarities coming together and just that incredible intensity that occurs, right? And when you learn to really maximize this experience, maximize as in, uh, maximize the energy generated by it, maximize the healing potential of it, store that within your system instead of just losing com losing it completely at the end because you're not really in your body, you're, you're just in a very impulsive pattern, right? Learn to maximize that experience and use it as a meditation, use it as a practice to charge yourself up, charge your partner up, create deeper, deeper intimacy. It's incredibly empowering and is an incredibly uh, uh, useful, I would say, tool for people at this time because something that's happening right now is a lot of people are going down this this downward spiral of panic, anxiety, depression, and they're trying to numb themselves however they can. They're finding vices, you know, substances, porn, whatever, to try to like numb themselves and shut themselves down more so that they, they don't allow themselves to feel what they're going through right now because it's too painful for them. And the opposite of that is to open yourself up more, truly allow yourself to feel what you're feeling, acknowledge what's happening in your life and what's in the planet and choose what you truly want to experience and put your energy into creating that. And as you do so, what you focus on amplifies when you're focusing on creating pleasure, creating joy, creating harmony, bliss, not just for yourself, but for those around you as well, you will see your world start to go in a very positive direction. And to the point where it's like, it's, it's this interesting thing of like the external world is full of chaos and full of, you know, all this weird stuff happening. But in your, in your world directly around you, you're seeing amazing things happening. You're seeing positive things happening. You're, you're having amazing experiences. You're having amazing connections with people. You see this positive development of the world you're creating. And this is truly, you know, where we're in this kind of like convergence of timelines and we're all choosing our own reality, so to speak. Right. And so kind of to sum this up, 
to create your most ideal reality, your highest timeline, your lifetime of the highest pleasure, the highest fulfillment, the highest enjoyment of life, the most like awesome experience being in this human physical vessel you can have is one of doing this practice of sexual Kung Fu, of keeping yourself balanced and charged up every day with the daily practice, learning to gain a conscious connection with your sexual energy. So every day you can be working with it, not even necessarily because you're having sex, because you have that direct connection of circling the sexual energy, capturing that orgasmic expansiveness of it, moving it through your body and feeling that every day, right? And that is going to really help everyone in the world, I think, right now. That's why this work is so relevant right now. So to, to, so to wrap this up before I get into Q&A, again, this is why I'm so... Uh, this is why I'm so passionate about this work, sexual Kung Fu, is because it has changed my life so profoundly. It has transformed my life in such a positive way. And I've only seen it do the same thing for everyone else. You know, that's why I'm so passionate about sharing this with you. And, uh, uh, and also this is, uh, the last 24 hours to sign up for my multi-orgasmic man 12 week course, which is a comprehensive guide of everything I've been talking about, basically going through this process of accelerated inner transformation, clearing out the patterns that are blocking you down, closing you off, clearing out the limiting beliefs that are holding you back in your life, uh, learning to open up your energy channel so you can feel more, so you can move things. Instead of getting stuck in weird patterns, you allow them to circulate and be released. And you learn uh, how to circulate your sexual energy, have full body orgasms, non-ejaculatory orgasms, incredible sexual experiences, whether that's just by yourself or with a partner. And it's going to affect every level of your life. It's going to affect your confidence in your daily life, your creativity, your productivity, your energy levels, you know, your overall health and balance, uh, your, your sex life, of course, your relationships, everything's going to be massively, you know, improved by this work. So that's my 12 week course, multi-orgasmic man. Uh, there's a link in this YouTube video. There's a link in my Instagram bio. Closing registration at uh, 8 p.m. Pacific tomorrow. So you have just over 24 hours to get in. It's going to be phenomenal. So with that, I'm going to uh, answer some questions. Feel free to send your questions. Let me grab my, grab my herbal tea. All the gynostem. This is amazing stuff. It's an it's a adaptogenic herb, herb. Affects the body very similar to ginseng. It's very balancing. It's, it's good. It's good stuff. Okay, first question. Here we go. Dylan Earthworm, Harry Das. What's up, guys? Dylan says, I just relapsed today. I need some guidance on following the six steps of cultivation while rebuilding my seat. I love some knowledge on this. Do you think I should start with microcosmic orbit meditation? So, first of all, I I don't like the word relapse. I think it's kind of silly to, to call it that because it, it's like, let's say you go you're on this path of sexual cultivation and you've gone a month, two months, three months without ejaculating. And then you, you do ejaculate and you say, Oh, I failed. I relapsed. You didn't fail. You didn't like, it's, 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 it's part of this process. It's, you're not going to have, you're not going to retain your semen forever. Like, you know, there's a 99.9% .9 chance that you're going to ejaculate again. So when it does happen, you might as well enjoy it. Say, okay, I ejaculate. It's a natural body process, but if I do it every day, it's going to deplete me, understand that and then keep doing your practice. So having said that, um, following the six steps of cultivation. Uh, I mean, the good starting point is building, you know, building the energy, which retention is a part of, but also like Don Tian work, grounding work, Zhan Zhuang work, Qigong in general is great. Microcosmic orbit meditation is great. That's specifically circulating. So um, it's great to be doing in general, but it, it just depends what your goals are. If you're wanting to build more energy, work with the Don Tian, Don Tian work. If you want to circulate it, do microcosmic orbit. My, my David said, just enrolled this morning, brother. Awesome. Congratulations, brother. I'm stoked to see you in the group. Okay. Destin on Instagram is saying, what books do you recommend? Uh, depends in what context, but I'm guessing in the context of sexual cultivation. Uh, Taoist Secrets of Love, Cultivating Male Sexual Energy is kind of my classic on, on the subject of male sexual energy. I will say a lot of the practices are kind of outdated and I practice things in a very different way than what's in that book, but overall it's a really solid book. Good starting point, I would say. Earthworth said, I started out with no fap and it evolved into an intentional semen retention and transmutation manifestation. Love the Qigong so far. 
Awesome. Glad to hear it. Yeah. I think NoFap is kind of a starting point for a lot of men, but eventually they realize it's not really sustainable in itself and that you're not really learning a deeper understanding of how to actually work with your sexual energy. You're just like trying to suppress it, which, you know, you can only do for so long, but it's a good starting point for sure. Seeing a says any advice on overcoming hypnotic pornography? Uh, yeah. So I mean, porn in general, I'm not sure exactly sure what you mean by hypnotic pornography. I think all pornography is kind of hypnotic, but in general, you know, create new outlets for yourself to put your energy into things that make you feel good. Porn, porn is one of the most addictive things. It's more addictive than opiates. And it's just like anyone with a device on the planet, which is, you know, most people right now can be on a porn site within a few seconds. So it's just, you know, it's, there's a reason it's free, right? It's a control system. It's a, it's a, it's anyways, you guys know <laughs> to break this pattern again, find new outlets, put your energy into you. First of all, just, I mean, develop your willpower. It's like, you have to just stop doing it. Right. And as you're doing new practices, you know, meditation, Qigong, breath work, things like that, going to the gym, you know, basically just keep yourself productive, keep yourself uh, busy with really positive things. And you'll be putting that energy into something else. And for me, the most effective thing was doing sexual Kung Fu practices, opening up the microcosmic orbit, starting to circulate my sexual energy internally, experiencing non-ejaculatory sexual experience, which really opened my heart and opened me up to a whole different dimension of orgasm and sexual experience to where sitting on a chair, watching porn and, you know, unconsciously just jerking off, just completely stopped appealing to me. And I've made many videos on porn addiction. If you want to, you know, one more tips. Okay. Martin Duda says, I know you don't want to talk about it, but I want to ask what's your opinion on the V word. The media talks that on, on VA. Oh, on yeah. People who haven't gotten it will die. I'm curious what you think about it. I haven't gotten it. I'm still alive. I had this thing that it's supposed to protect people from last year. And it, I was, I was sick for three days. No, I was still doing like Qigong and stuff. It wasn't that big of a deal. The biggest thing here is that this is, uh, where do I want to go with this today? I don't want to get too down this rabbit hole, but basically don't listen to the news. Um, I was just saying, I just saw a thing that 70% of advertising on, you know, media right now is pharmaceutical companies. They're selling this thing. They're making trillions of dollars from this and people say, Oh, but it's free. You're paying for it with your tax money. It's, it's, um, if you look at the actual statistics, which are on one of the websites, the official, I don't know if I want to say the word, but you can actually see that more people are dying from getting this thing than are not. It's quite interesting, right? Uh, basically, it's bullshit. It's a bunch of bullshit. You're not going to, you know, I don't recommend getting this thing personally. I'm never getting it no matter what. So I don't recommend it. You know, it's, 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 uh, yeah, we know. <laughs> Okay, Razi Q3 says, trying to keep away from ejaculation after playing with your willy makes you weak and infertile. It also causes prostate cancer. I'm not sure if you're saying that not ejaculating causes these things, which is definitely not true. I've been practicing non-ejaculatory sex for seven years now. No prostate issues. Definitely not weak. Definitely not infertile. For me, it did the exact opposite. When I stopped ejaculating every time, my testosterone levels increased. My fertility definitely increased. My erection quality, my overall energy levels significantly increased and you know it's you can find many 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 other men saying the same thing as well well okay going back to the v word the fact that like there's be, like if you say anything other than the narrative about it you get censored tells you pretty much everything you need to know about it right there and it's not a uh, you know, it's like, okay, okay. But last thing I say is like, it's supposed, you know, this whole thing of like, oh, uh, everyone who hasn't had it, you know, is going to give it to the people who have had it. So clearly it's not, it's not protecting anyone. It's just, it, it's complete insanity. It's complete mind control, bizarre medical fascism stuff it never leads to anything good. Looking back on history on these kinds of situations, right? <laughs> Okay. Nico G says, is it okay to have sex with those you are not attractive? Those who are not, not attracted with just because you want to fool around or you are bored. Uh, understand that, you know, I mean, uh, for me, it's not an issue of morality. It's like, do whatever you want to do, you know, whatever makes you happy, but, uh, and brings you balance. But 
it's important to understand that whoever you have sex with, I feel like this comes up every, every, uh, every stream I do, whoever you're having sex with, you're bonding with on a very, very deep level and you're exchanging patterns, you're exchanging karma, you're exchanging all kinds of information, ancestral patterns, emotional patterns. So you're taking on aspects of that person and then you're gonna have to process that later. So just ask yourself, do you wanna become like that person? Because that's what you're doing by having sex with them. You're bonding to them. You're gluing yourself to them. So just be aware of that. And then, you know, choose who you want to connect with. Earthworth says mainstream media wants to keep people in fear. When people are in fear, they're easier to control and divide. This V should never have been approved. Even the guy who invented the technology is against it. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's, it's again, looking at this pattern on anytime something's being done, you know, you're being guilted into something, you're being fear driven into something. You can be 100% sure that this is a dark side agenda and it's not going to come out good for you. Tony Anderson says, we are masters of our reality. If we connect with our partner, that will help us be one together in all ways. Definitely, brother. Tina says, my partner practices semen retention and we work on building our energy with Qigong and practices like breathing together. Any suggestions for further increasing the energy circulation and exchange between us? Thanks. Yeah, so there's a lot of practices you can do. Uh, for example, like working with the microcosmic orbit, when you're having, you know, uh, when you're lovemaking together, you can circulate your energy through your channel. So it's like you breathe it up your back, exhale it into your partner. They breathe it up their back and vice versa. So you just feel the energy. It's like you breathe in from them, up, fill up your body with the energy, exhale into their body, breathing uh, into each other, basically, right? I teach a lot of these types of practices in my multi-orgasmic man course, like, uh, conscious sexual energy um, exchange, circulation. <clears throat> Michael, what's up, Michael? He says, I'm going through a weaning off sugar and flour under the care of a naturopath and chiropractor. I'm also aware of a need to process emotions. Any suggestions on this transition with foods and cravings? Uh, good question. Good point. Um, I cut out refined sugar like I think like 10 years ago. It's been a while since I've been off sugar and flour as well. Well, at least like wheat, you know, gluten stuff. I haven't been doing that for a while. So for me, it was actually pretty easy. I don't remember anything crazy about it, but I was never like super into like sweets in the first, you know, ever. But uh, yeah, as far as foods and cravings, um, Keep doing your practice, you know, keep doing your Qigong, uh, emotions, you know, the tools from the course, breathing practices, six healing sounds, um, <clears throat> moving your body, exercising, getting out in nature, breathing fresh air, you know, just keeping things moving basically. Right. Um, and as far as like foods and cravings, obviously it comes down to willpower, but always having like something on hand, like, okay, I'm craving this food. What's a good substitute for it? And things like that. Uh, hopefully that's helpful. And, and, and when your nutrition, when your nutrition's like on point, you know, it's going to be a lot, it's going to be pretty easy to transition out of these things. Drinking a lot of water, staying hydrated. Chase Rodriguez says, when you struggled with pelvic floor tightness and did reverse Kegels, did reverse Kegels worsen those symptoms in any way? They make the area tighter for me. Not sure they work now. Not sure they work for me. Uh, good question. I didn't experience this, but it's very possible you're doing them too with too much strength. If you push a reverse Kegel too hard, it's going to create more tension. So what I recommend is a very light, like you just push a little bit until you feel like things open up. Sometimes it's just like very subtle. Also like Something else you can try is blowing out the mouth, kind of like, like you're blowing through a straw. So as you do that, notice how, take this long, so exhale, notice how it kind of pushes out your belly and it kind of pushes out and expands the pelvic floor very gently. So, so just be aware, like, are you pushing too hard? Because yes, if you push too hard a reverse Kegel, you're going to create a tension response. So it's, it's a, it's, it's a little more subtle. So try that. I just made a video on YouTube about this pelvic floor tightness issue, which for me, as I'm understanding now is, I mean, I've understood for a while, but it's really, really becoming clear to me just how direct this link between these tension patterns in the pelvic floor, which most men have, are is connecting to uh, 
premature ejaculation, even erectile issues, um, not being able to have non-ejaculatory orgasms, and just overall being in this stressed out sympathetic fight or flight state. I started noticing that when I spent like a session really, really relaxing, letting go of my pillow for tension, it put me into such a deep, relaxed, grounded, you know, definitely like parasympathetic state and uh, made ejaculation control very effortless. So it's huge, huge, huge. So SSBM DMT says, is there any place for digital erotica on semen retention? I mean, you know, do whatever you want to do. But for me personally, I get absolutely nothing positive from watching pornographic material. It just puts me, it, it really overstimulates me. It like creates this weird heat, this over intensity. I noticed in the past, like when I would watch porn, because, you know, when I was beginning semen retention, I was still experimenting like, oh, well, I'm not going to ejaculate. What if I just watch porn and like have, you know, non-ejaculatory masturbation, whatever. Nothing good came from it. It just created this intense heat that like builds up and like, I, I couldn't really release this pressure from watching porn it like it would actually give me premature ejaculation like i remember when i was in a relationship like long long time ago over 10 years ago sometimes i would watch porn and then when i was with my girlfriend i would have basically premature ejaculations like i couldn't uh release the heat that overstimulation from porn like it just for me nothing good comes from it you know maybe you can have a balance with it you know that's i don't know but for me i just i don't watch it period This, it's kind of this transition from visual-based stimulation to, to a more embodied experience, more full-body experience of sex, which was a huge turning point in me uh, on my journey, realizing how much I used to rely on like visual stimulation. Even during like sex or masturbation, I'd be like thinking about images, focusing on images. It really puts you in your head and disconnects you from like the actual sexual experience. And it, it, it almost always generates this very lustful energy. So for me, focusing more on my body, my breath, my heart space, and just feeling instead of looking and, you know, watching, right? It created a completely dynamic, a completely different dynamic in my sexual experience. Martin Dudas says, do you recommend giving up caffeine? I think it depends if you're relying on it. Like if you can't, you know, basically wake up in the morning without a cup of coffee, without having some caffeine, then you're probably a little adrenal fatigue, a little burned out, and it would be good to rebuild your adrenal system, rebuild your core energy. Um, like for, for a lot of people having some caffeine is not a huge deal. It just, it just comes down to like your, your specific body, your state you're in your constitution. Personally, for me, I pretty much avoid caffeine. I do have some, like, I occasionally have some really high quality, like green tea or like pure tea, which is pretty low caffeinated. When I drink it, I don't feel like I'm getting caffeinated. It's, it's like a really high quality. I get it from one of my Qigong teachers. Actually, it's really, really high quality tea because tea has a lot of chi in it. You know, these ancient tea trees grown out in these mountains in China that have amazing energy, right? But I don't like caffeine. I don't like feeling caffeinated. So uh, I completely had zero, zero caffeine for years. And it was good for me personally, because if I was to drink, you know, some like yerba mate coffee or like most like normal teas you get, it just, overstimulates me. I feel this pressure in my heart and like, it actually negatively affects my sexual function as well. I was noticing this, that it, it, it caused like weird things with my erection. Sometimes I felt hyper stimulated and overly sensitive during sex. So for me, I avoid caffeine, but you know, experiment with this. Maybe you can handle it. It's, it's, it's going to determine your, be different based on your body type, you know, nutrition. Are you adrenally depleted and things like that? Right. Haridas Andre says, I asked a question earlier. I don't see your question. Sometimes the questions don't show up on the chat for whatever reason. So uh, my apologies, you know, just type it in again. I'll get to it. Chase, Rod Chase Rodriguez says, yeah, I watched all your pelvic floor videos, but I haven't been able to fix my premature ejaculation for a long time. We'll definitely try that method of reverse Kegels. And just being, you know, aware of like, are, do you feel stressed out all the time? Do you feel like anxious and just kind of like stimulated all the time? I think that can be a direct relationship to it as well. For me, it was, you know, doing Qigong really got me in my body, really grounded me, helped open up my channels, learning to circulate and move that sexual energy as well. All these things together really helped me overcome any premature ejaculation type issues. Mm-hmm. <clears throat>
Russ DeSandre says, what is your take on moving energy from lower Dantian to middle Dantian? Is it up the spine or just energy center to energy center? I mean, there's different path, you know, different ways you can work with it. Mostly in my practices now, I'm often not too concerned about like the specific, specific pathway because, you know, for me, it's like when I simply focus on an area of my body, the chi moves there, it finds a pathway. So if I, if I want to move energy from lower Dantian to middle Dantian, I just, just move my awareness up into that area and bam, it's going to start filling it up. So if you have spinal issues, okay. What's your take if you have spinal issues like scoliosis or weakness? Um, I mean, in what context? I'm not sure exactly. Uh, it's good to, you know, resolve these things however you can. You know, keeping the spine healthy is good for overall health and balance, obviously, but energy circulation as well. So, you know, whatever kind of therapies you can do to, to uh, maintain your spinal health. For me, yoga is huge. Yoga is good for, you know, I do 20, 30, 40 minutes of yoga every day to keep my spine in good shape. I also do inversions. I have an inversion table. It's really awesome for um, spinal health. But, you know, see a specialist if you want to. I'm, I'm not exactly sure what you mean in my take in specific, specifically. <clears throat> Usually there's like more questions than I can keep up with. You guys are quiet today. That's all right. Shane, okay. Here's an, I missed this question on Instagram. It says, the reason... Sean Yos says the reason porn is free question mark. So why is porn free? Because it's a control system. Um, it's men are so many men are addicted to porn. This addiction to porn creates this black hole of you're just completely wasting your life force. You're ejaculating every day to porn. You're gluing yourself to porn. It's wreaking havoc on your dopamine receptors. It's making you an addict. You know, you start getting this pattern. You know, some men spend hours a day looking at porn. Imagine what you could do. What other things you could do at that time, right? Uh, not to mention just this waste, this massive waste of your gene, your pure life force. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's a control system. It makes men weak. It makes them socially awkward. It turns them from being potential leaders into being slaves addicts. They're unable to, you know, they become very weak. They become yin. They become docile. They become domesticated, right? It's a control system. I noticed, you know, when I was watching porn all the time, I was really, really awkward, like around women. Um, my energy was very low. My ambition was very low. You know, I was, I was a good slave. I was a good, just doing whatever, not, you know, okay, I won't do what you don't want me to do. You know, just, you're just, when I stopped watching porn, when I built my sexual energy, I became so much more driven, so much more ambitious, so much more confident, masculine, just, I'm going to do things, right? And I started becoming productive, developing myself, you know, it's how I kind of broke free from a lot of these matrix slave programs. So yeah, I recommend breaking that habit if you have it, for sure. Zenny says, are Maxime mandates evil? I, I, I'm sure Ed, you're talking about what I think you're talking about. Yes, they're definitely evil. I mean... <laughs> You have to put this thing in your body that's a science experiment that hasn't actually been proven safe and that is actually killing a lot of people, causing all kinds of issues, circulation issues, blood clots. A lot of people are dropping dead from this thing straight up. And obviously, you know, of course, it's not going to be on the news because who's funding the news? It, it, people have this like thing to like, oh, the news is like it's like a public service. They're just going to tell me what uh, is right and they're going to tell me the truth. It's a corporation. They have shareholders. Their funding comes from somewhere, and they're always in bed with these major corporations who have an agenda. You know, of course, you're not going to get true information from these programs. You know, um, the majority of what's on the news is fake. It's not real. So, yeah, yes, these mandates are very uh, totalitarian, Orwellian, medical fascism. Everyone is taking this thing as a science experiment, and I don't know what's going to happen. But you know, I'm not worried about. It. I'm positive. I think that one of the big things in the future is going to be a antidote, uh, an unvewording of yourself. So, yeah. <laughs> Michael, Michael says, have you ever had any UFO experiences? Yes, I have them all the time. I don't know what it is. Whenever I go out into like, I mean, probably just because there's so much traffic in, you know, <laughs> in the air, airways anyway, but whenever I'm out, like out of the city where I can see this, the stars, I always see crazy stuff. Um, the most, let's see, some of the most interesting ones I've seen, uh, one was about, it was like 14 years ago. It was a while ago. Actually, no, it was like 12, I don't know. It was 2009. So it was a little while ago. Right. And, uh, I was with a friend we're out in the foothills here in, in Boise, Idaho, where I live. And, you know, we're out on a hike. Um, 
And I remember I saw this really bright light in the corner of my eye and I go to look at it and it starts moving and then it like picks up speed and then it like, boom, like flashes across the sky, flashes and disappears. And it was like this, you know, circular white light with a blue circle in the center. Very interesting. Um, and right after that, there was these weird animal looking things that like, I, I'm not exactly sure what they were. This was a very bizarre experience, um, like climbing up out of the bushes towards us and we're like what you know I, I couldn't really tell what they were but they were really strange looking that was one of my first real crazy ufo experience um what else there was one time this was very interesting i was this was 2017 before it was before i was going to uh one of michael Wynn's summer retreats and i was i was you know i was kind of broke at the time and i was like okay i I want to do this and I'm like investing everything I have into doing this, but is it the right decision? I don't, you know, whatever. And so I was doing this primordial Qigong practice. And right when I finished, I got the sense of like, yes, I'm going to this retreat. And I did. It's when I became uh, certified as a teacher in healing Tao system. So anyways, right at the end, I finished. And then there's this huge flash in the sky. I look up. It's like, it was like one light, boom, this really brilliant bright flash. And then like over here, boom, another one, boom, another one, these three, uh, crazy looking flashes of light. It was interesting. Um, I could go on and on. I've had, I've had lots of, uh, UFO experiences. I, I have one, you know, last time I had was a couple of weeks ago in Mount Shasta. So I see them all the time. I don't know. There's a lot we're not being told. That's for sure. Rusty Sandre says, great answer there. Love it. Your reverse Kegels has really helped me as well. That's awesome. It's very stoked. You're opening the conversation around sexual energy. And someone had to. It's like, I mean, I think in the future, this is going to be common knowledge, <laughs> but it's kind of like, you know, we're in this kind of stone age waking up stage we're in on the planet. It's like someone has to remind people of what this power really is, right? Ali Hader says, how much time is required to be completely recovered if everything is done right? I'm not exactly sure what you mean by completely recovered, uh, but as far as like recovering from ejaculation, I'm, I'm assuming that's what you're talking about. Um, it depends. It depends how healthy you are. It depends how depleted you are. Um, for me, if I was to ejaculate, I, I don't feel like much has changed. I'm usually good to go in an hour. Uh, but when I was first getting into semen retention, really rebuilding my core energy, well, I should make a point there that obviously I don't ejaculate frequently. Right. Uh, but when I was first getting into, uh, uh, semen retention, it would usually be a few days before I started feeling good again. It was about a week till I felt like, bam, you know, high, high energy levels again, as I rebuilt my energy, you know, it, it isn't a big deal having an occasional ejaculation. So it, it depends. Zenny says, haven't watched you in a while. You look like you achieved SSJ level two or something. That's like, that's like the, the Saiyan thing, right? <laughs> My cheese building. Derek Trevino says, what's up, brother? He says, I have a really demanding schedule. I can't dedicate time every single day for Qigong practices, unfortunately. Do you think I could still be able to progress deeply in Qigong with, say, four to five days a week? Yeah, I think you'll definitely still make progress. That's, you know, it's better than nothing for sure. Um, yeah, I'd say as long as it's like more days than not, it's fine. And again, when you're at work, when you're doing other things, it's like, can you take a moment to just, you know, run the microcosmic orbit, do some breathing exercises, connect with the earth, ground, you know, do some testicle breathing. Like you can be doing these things throughout the day as well. Francisco Beckman says, what are the most important foundational practices to being a multi-orgasmic man? Well, clearing, being able to clear uh, excess energy, negative emotions, dysfunctional patterns, you know, the clear blockages from your body. Number one, because if you don't clear the things that are kind of imbalanced within you, then you start building up sexual energy. You can strengthen those imbalances. You can pour gasoline on the fire. So clearing is number one. Um, and then opening up the energy channels of the body 
opening a new pathway for the sexual energy to move. That's important because you need to move that sexual energy somewhere. It's just going to build up in your balls, make you really horny and drive you crazy. Grounding is also super important as well. And then the direct, you know, being able to circulate and move that sexual energy. These are the most important practices. And, you know, I teach these things in depth in that kind of sequence, really in my 12-week course, Multi-Orgasmic Man. Um, but uh, what other practices have I uh, on my YouTube? Qigong, doing Qigong is, is really important. Zhanzhuang practice is great. I, I have those on my YouTube channel. And testicle breathing. My oh my, Davin says, man, brother, with this, even a calm mind, when I enter her, it's almost over. So there's a lot of factors to ejaculation control. Um, <clears throat> if I, I guess the good question, the good uh, kind of, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? If you can last really well, like in a solo training session, like you're self-stimulating, if you can, you know, go 20, 30 minutes longer, keeping yourself calm, moving the energy, but it's during sex you're struggling, then, I mean, it could be many things. It could be that you're just, you know, are you anxious? You say you have a calm mind. So if you're not feeling anxious about it or whatever, um, it could be these pelvic floor tension patterns. It could be uh, something about the dynamic between you and your partner. Uh, is she fully, or, you know, if, I mean, if your partner's a woman, I'm sorry if I'm assuming something here, but is your partner fully ready to receive you? If it's a woman, is she aroused, fully ready to open and, and receive you because if not, sometimes there's a tendency to like pull on your energy. Is there like a conflict between you? There's a lot of, a lot of layers to us, right? But the big thing is, can you, you know, first of all, if you know by yourself, can you control your ejaculation? Well, you're able to draw the energy up, keep yourself calm and relaxed breathing, you know, practice it by yourself and then integrate that with the partner. And if it's just not working out with the partner in the same way with yourself, you can, you know, looking into these different things as well. I hope that's helpful. And obviously, I go way deeper into this in my uh, my twelve week course. <clears throat> Martin Dudas says, "Do you experience weak legs after releasing when practicing retention for a long time?" No, I do not personally. Beloved embodiment says, you never need any external injectionable thing. Trust yourself, body, practices, and core way for inner healing, clearing, creation, outer reflection, action, whole leadership, and manifestation. Absolutely. It's, it's, we, we all have what we need within ourselves. I would be very, very, very cautious. I mean, this is always the pattern with these weird control systems, these dark, these dark force structures. It's always like, you are weak. Uh, you with, without this thing I have, you're going to die. You're going to fail, whatever. You need this thing I have to stay alive, to survive, to thrive, whatever. That's, that's a, uh, it's a manipulation. It always is whenever that's the situation. Stanley Dombrowski says, would be interesting if you talked about business principles in relationship to sexual Kung Fu. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. Um, and these things definitely very much inter intertwine, like your ability to really, you know, because business, uh, finances, whatever, it's another energetic thing. It's it's this, you're creating an exchange. It's like you're putting out something very, very hopefully valuable to the world, right? And then they're paying you money, which is just energy. They're ex it's an exchange. You're putting something amazing out. People are ex putting their exchange for that. So it, it creates this circulation, right? And so when this is blocked, you know, if you're having trouble, it's it's... You know, there's often a blockage somewhere within yourself, in your belief systems, the way your energy is flowing. You're unable to give properly. You're unable to receive properly. You're holding back in some ways. So there's a lot to it, right? And also, you know, the big thing here as well uh, is this belief that we have to, like, work our asses off to get somewhere, right? Which is a very, very limiting belief. It's it's kind of a lie, really, because it's, it's this employee mindset. It's like, I have to work, you know, people like Gary Vee, it's like, you have to work. 40 hours a day, you know, and burn yourself out. And then maybe in 10 years, you'll get somewhere. It's, it's not like that. It's, it's how can you leverage your time and efforts efforts so that with minimal time and, you know, you're doing, you're getting the max amount of maximum amount of accomplishment, most productive, creative focus of your energy. And then you can play the rest of the day, right? That's how it should be, right? Obviously you're, you know, you're putting in the time and effort to develop yourself and creating something great, but not like burning yourself out 
I don't know if I'm kind of going on tangent here, but yeah, there's a, there's a lot of, you know, it's like, and when you're able to, when you're running a business, you know, the thing I ran into a lot was, you know, stress, burnout, I'm doing too much. I'm, <laughs> I'm in an excess young state. So learning when to let go, nourish yourself, play, recharge, very, very, very important. You know, not feeling you have to be doing something 24 seven. This was actually hard pro- uh, a hard habit for me, which I built and then had to break, right? Kind of this, this generational masculine pattern that's in my family. But um, these practices really help me recharge, you know, supplement my yin, which strengthens the yang. If you need more, if you want more action, more accomplishment in your life, you need more stillness and more rest. You know, it's the fundamental principle of Chinese medicine. So anyways. <laughs> Sean Eos says, how does sub- substitute the dopamine hit? Well, first of all, you know, spending more time in nature, doing more real activities, you know, exercise, hanging out with friends, uh, creative outlets, like creating, you know, creating music, art, poetry, whatever, you know, doing something creatively with your energy, helping, you know, volunteer work, whatever. So just kind of like doing something because the dopamine, it's not like all dopamine is bad. Uh, the, the problem is that porn and like social media really are electronic devices in general, you know, uh, they stimulate our dopamine levels in unnatural ways. You get rewarded for doing nothing. So you become addicted to these devices, you know, people who can't put their phone down, you're trying to have a conversation with them. They're just like browsing through their phone. It drives me crazy personally. Right. (laughs) But, uh, you know, this this pattern that the world's getting into this, we're addicted to this technology, you know, which is like, what's the real cost of these things. Right. Um, so put the phone down, turn your computer off, get out in nature exercise, meditate, do qigong, do breath work. And yeah, you'll be having withdrawals, whatever, for a little while. But then after a day or two of doing this, you know, having no electronic device interaction, you'll feel amazing. Are you enrolled today, David? Awesome, brother. Stoked. There's going to be a lot of insight, a lot, you know, I'm, I'm happy for you. I'm glad to see you in the group. Yeah, guys, again, my 12-week course, Multi-Orgasmic Man, is open for registration uh, for just over 24 hours now. It's going to close down at, uh, registration is going to close at 8 p.m. Pacific time tomorrow, Friday. So again, this is your chance to learn how to master sexual energy, clear blockages, clear beliefs that aren't serving you, circulate your energy, charge yourself up powerfully with the daily practice, get grounded, move your sexual energy, have full body orgasms, non-jacketory orgasms, last four hours in bed, you know, run this through the course. So sign up, uh, sign up now. There's a link in the, this YouTube video, link in Instagram bio. Michael, you've had some UFO and orb experiences as well. Awesome. And it's, it's increasing. There's a lot more activity in the skies and the, the inner planes, you could say at this time. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. It's what's well, the thing is like, I was, I was at this thing in Sedona and someone was saying like, you know, like these people talk about, oh, these people have all these UFO experiences. How can I have it? And and she's like, well, look up, you know, it's like, if you actually watch the sky, you know, you're going to see some interesting things, get out of the city, just, you know, spend an hour, two hours looking at the stars. You know, it's, it's what we used to do, right? We felt connected to the heavens because we had the stars above us. Now we have these bright lights in the city and we're so pulled down in this dense physical fight or flight survival mode. <laughs> so, you know, getting out and just looking at the stars, you're going to see some interesting things. There's a lot to, yeah, it's a lot out there. Zenny says, what's your opinion on living with your mama at age 32? Beta male, LOL. <laughs> I mean, whatever, if, you know, I mean, it depends. Like if you're, maybe you're in the stage of like, hey, I just need to like not worry about expenses, not worry about paying rent and just like cultivate my energy, you know? Whatever, they can, you know, lay low for a little bit. But if you're like, hey, I want to like, you know, attract a partner and, you know, like really get out there in the world, then maybe it's time to move out of your mom's house. You know, I don't know. It depends where you're at in your life, right? Static 2020 says, I just found this channel. Where do you recommend someone starts when they are pretty new to all this? Well, definitely uh, check out my free ejaculation control course. There's a link in most of my videos. Um, the most helpful thing is going to be to have a practice, right? Because, you know, talk is talk, but having a practice actually makes it happen. So check out my Qigong playlist, my sexual Kung Fu exercise playlist. Uh, my sexual Kung Fu lifestyle playlist is pretty great as well. And then, you know, you can make your way through my semen retention playlist as well. Santiago, Lad, Lad, I'm not sure how to say that. Ladoui, Ladoua, I'm probably butchering that. It says, have you ever had experience with master plants, ayahuasca, peyote, mushrooms, 
experiences with these plants are very similar to sex alchemy. They are pure light of consciousness. It's ancient tradition. Yes, definitely had some, uh, you know, work the, the medicinal plants. Um, having psilocybin mushrooms caused a kundalini, awakening, a kundalini awakening for me when I was 19 years old. Completely, completely changed my life. I will say, though, that, you know, um, I don't do them anymore. I choose not to work with them anymore because for me, uh, they can be a bit chaotic. Um, there's kind of this give and take relationship with the plants. I mean, you know, uh, I'm more into like doing this on my own. Like, how can I do this through internal alchemy, through meditation? How can I reach these states? Because they're a lot more sustainable when you can create them within yourself through internal practice. And they also tend to drain a bit of your kidney energy and things like that, which, I mean, if you're using them occasionally, it's not a big deal, but some people do go a bit overboard with it where they're like, you know, microdosing every day and things like that. So I don't know. I, yeah, they definitely have their place. They're very, very powerful, but they can also kind of be crutches for people as well. So, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be different for everyone for sure. Nico G says, what state did you experience a UFO? Uh, I've experienced them here where I live in Idaho. Uh, I'm not sure if you're talking about state, like state of the U.S. or if like state of consciousness. I was sober, sober when I experienced them. Um, I've, I've seen them all over the U.S. Um, I don't know if I saw any when I was in Australia or Bali, but I wasn't really stargazing at that time, I guess. Brett McLean says, what are your favorite types of Qigong and any thoughts on Bellows breathing? Thank you and everything. You're the best. Uh, favorite types of Qigong. Um, well, I'm really into the internal martial arts practices now, which I would consider basically very advanced Qigong practices because Qigong is like, okay, opening the channels, bringing in some more Qi, smoothing everything out. But the internal martial art practices, like, you know, real internal Tai Chi and like Xingyi Chuan, Bagua, not the like just physical practice that most people are teaching is a physical practice. They have way too much tension. There's no actual like building the Dantian, dragging the Qi through the body. It's just like physical practice. But when you have the real internal Tai Chi, Xingyi, Bagua, it's, so, so, so as I was saying, where Qigong is just like, yeah, you know, increase, you know, balance the channels, open it up. These internal internal martial arts are like pressurize the Qi and the Dantian to level where it blows open all the channels and everything just, you know, the Qi is just blasting through your body. Those are my favorite practices now. I'm doing a lot of Xing Yi, a lot of Tai Chi, you know, still doing Qigong practices, obviously, but those are like just on an intensity level, they're a bit higher, but it's also a bit more, you know, intent, like, I'm standing on one leg for like 10 minutes and all kinds of stuff. It's, 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 it's powerful. Okay. But, but specifically some of my favorite Qigong forms, um, I'm doing a, some a practice called Don Tian Gong. I'm doing a lot of that, which is basically you're connecting your palms, Lao Gong point, connecting with the Don Tian and it actually moves. You feel, so you move your hands and you feel the relationship, with the Don Tian, it moves the Don Tian, it moves the Qi. It feels crazy. Uh, primordial Qigong is also a really amazing form. I'm going to, I'm actually going to be doing like a, a, like a little class, a master class, or just like a course of primordial Qigong, because it's a phenomenal kind of a spiritual Qigong form. It works with all the directions, the feng shui energies. It's really balancing and it's a good manifestation practice also. And then bellows breathing. Um, so a lot of these practices like, like bellows breathing, you know, people teach them different ways. They call different things bellows breathing. So I'm not exactly sure which one, like, I think it's, is it Montauk Chi where he calls bellows breathing basically like, Kind of like a breath of fire type breathing. Um, that's 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 good. That's fine. I don't really do that. Anymore. The, the way I do bellows breathing now is like a, it's a reverse breathing, but not reverse. Again, reverse breathing is often taught very physically. Like, oh, you pull in your abs, squeeze your peritoneum. So it's this physical squeezing, which is a bit too forceful. It tends to drive the chi up into my head, but I practice reverse breathing as a very, very, it's it's like an internal, it's it's more energetic than anything. It's like you, you, you spherically collapse the dantian as you inhale just by using your mind to do that. And if you, you feel it kind of pull on the tissues in the beginning, you kind of pull in the belly a little bit to do that. So bellows breathing is basically that on the inhale. Then as you exhale, you just use a little, it's, it's more internal than anything. You're, it's just, you just feel like you're kind of like you're, as you exhale, it's very light. Like no one's going to really hear you doing anything, but as you exhale, you're kind of moving chi down into the dantian, like you're blowing on a fire. You feel it heat up and inflate. That's how I do bellows breathing. And I use that quite regularly. That was kind of a mouthful. And some of you guys are like, what the hell are you talking about? But <laughs> hey, this is the stuff I'm into. Lucas Veloso says, is it possible for a man to work with his sexual energy without necessarily having to masturbate or have sex with a woman? Absolutely. Um, sexual energy is not, in, you know, it's not just like you have to have sex to experience it. It's, it's in your body. 
you're experiencing it 24 seven, really, you know, your cells are having sex right now. They're multiplying and reproducing themselves, the sexual process. So sexual energy, you know, again, you can be connecting with it without even feeling aroused by moving this energy that's in your genitals, circulating through your body. You know, that's what testicle breathing is or orgasm breathing, as I call it, is you're circulating this unaroused sexual energy through your body. So you can still work with it. So totally. And that's also like what uh, Taoist internal alchemy practices are creating this kind of sexual process within the body, this internal coupling of yin and yang energies to create, uh, to birth the neutral force, the yuan chi, right? Which is a sexual process. So absolutely. Dylan Ol says, what benefits have you experienced? Have you experienced the further you progress in your Qigong journey? A lot of benefits, uh, massively improved energy levels, focus, clarity, you know, um, grounding, huge grounding, um, really, really good health. You know, I, I actually went to a naturopath recently because nothing crazy, just some little minor, minor concerns. And she's like, well, you're very, very healthy. So from a, you know, <laughs> Uh, this can't be very, very healthy, basically, right? I haven't been to a doctor in, I don't know, since I was a teenager, probably. Like, Qigong is, my internal practices are my healthcare, basically. Of course, physical exercise as well, and nutrition, and, you know, balance in general. But, yeah, Qigong, a very tangible and direct experience of internal energy, qi, right? Which was something I was really after for a long time, because it's like, when I was first doing Qigong, the first few years, I was like, okay, I'm feeling a little bit of buzzing in my hands, okay, cool. How do I get more of that? But it was, you know... Um, once I kind of learned the secrets of really, really boosting the chi level in your body to where it's very tangible and it feels like this current of hydraulic electric fluid just bursting through you, it feels phenomenal. It feels amazing. It feels orgasmic. Um, that's a huge benefit. Just feeling that, you know, so many, so many benefits. And, and also a better control of my sexual energy because learning to move your chi and feel it allows you to have a a stronger ability to move your sexual energy, right? That's why I teach a lot of Qigong and multi-orgasmic man is because it, it makes it effortless. Christian Mooney, what's up, brother? He says, if I do practices in the evening or close to my bedtime, will it mess up my sleep? It depends what you do. If you do something stimulating, it will probably, uh, you know, affect your sleep. Me personally, I don't do anything within it. Well, okay. I don't do anything stimulating or like excessively young, uh, within like a few hours of going to sleep. So for me, that would be Xingyi Chuan. I learned that one. Uh, some Qigong forms, you know, uh, microcosmic orbit even. Well, actually, no, I can do the microcosmic orbit, but at a certain practice, right? Um, obviously, transformational breath work you've experienced. I wouldn't do that before going to bed, but I will do like six healing sounds, uh, abdominal breathing, uh, inner smile, you know, just calming practices. I will do those before going to sleep. Even orgasmic breathing can be, but I wouldn't bring it up to my brain, right? So. It depends what practices you're doing. Okay, Russ Desandre said, what is the palm points and lower Dantian Qigong called again? Dantian Gong, Lao Gong points. They're like a magnet, right? And it connects to your Qigong. When you really develop this, this Lao Gong Dantian connection, uh, it's like when I do Qigong, it, it, I feel it like stirring my Dantian as I'm doing these movements. That's what Qigong is supposed to really be. You know, it's not just this physical. People are like, oh, it's Qigong is... Uh, it, it's slow motion movements to mobilize the tissues and uh, uh, circulate the blood. It's like, yeah, that happens, but that's secondary, right? If that's all you're getting from Qigong, you might as well, you know, do jumping jacks or something, right? Qigong moves your chi clearly, tangibly, powerfully, and, and that has a side effect, increases your circulation, mobilizes the tissues and all that. So, um, yeah. Oh, and the Santiago says, today I dreamed with you. I dreamed we were founding, founding a big, a kind of university of sexual alchemy, like a big place with a lot of people. That's awesome. Hey, maybe someday it'll manifest. Sean1996 Boy says, the notion of energy mixing and soul ties has completely ruined sex for me. I am too scared or fearful to have sex because I am so worried about who I am mixing my energy with. Even when, I don't know if you're adding something else to that. I mean, it's not something to be afraid of. It's just like, <laughs> don't get paranoid about this. Like, oh my gosh, if, you know. Okay, what I'm trying to say here is simply be mindful. Like if you like someone, if you really resonate with someone, if you love someone, 
it's fine, you know, mixed together, whatever. Like, it's not like you're perfect. I'm not trying to like push you down. None of us is perfect. We're human. To be human is to be imperfect. No one's perfect. No one has never done anything wrong and doesn't have any, you know, issues that they're going through. You know, that's the human experience. So under, you know, give cut yourself a little slack. Be like, okay, I love this person. I want to connect with them, right? There's a lot of things about them in their life. As long as they're not, you know, weird, manipulative, you know, it's just don't be too paranoid about it, you know, and allow yourself to enjoy it, but just be, you know, a little bit cautious about it. don't just go sleeping with anyone this is also surely your energy field should be strong and impenetrable well that's the thing is like yeah sure it can be but like the act of sex is you're literally going inside of someone's body so that causes your energy field to open up and intertwine with that person same thing when you're watching porn you're opening up your energy field to some weird stuff so that's something that sex does oh it's lost my instagram feed um okay guys i have a call in seven minutes so i've got to wrap up this before then, but I'm gonna take a few more questions. Let me get this video up on Instagram. Give me one second, guys. All right. Where are we at? <clears throat> Michael says, have you ever deleted social media apps or accounted to get off social media? Or is it or is that too extreme? I delete my <laughs> I delete Instagram every day. I I go on Instagram and make my posts, whatever, answer a few, you know, messages. And then I delete the app because I don't want to be on it basically. Right. I have to be, uh, 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 what's the word? Very conscious of the time I'm spending on social media. I, I spend time on social media to create content, to share, you know, and interact a little bit with people, you know? Um, but I don't just like browse, you know, or at least ideally, you know, I definitely have found myself sometimes just browsing through social media mindlessly because it, gets, it puts you in this weird trance and you just get hooked on. Right. So, yeah, I delete social media apps off my phone every day when I'm like, OK, I don't want to use this the rest of the day. You know. It's very good to, you know, that's this the thing of the Internet is it's, it's a double edged sword. Like, yeah, there's tons of benefits to social media. We're more connected. You know, we can connect to anyone on the planet. You can learn a lot. But the downside is you can waste a lot of time. You know, you can mess up your dopamine receptors. You can get, you know, down weird rabbit holes and stuff. So. Pro Joker says, how do people perceive your energy on semen retention? I mean, I think it's going to vary for everyone. Basically, it amplifies you. Whoever you are, semen retention amplifies that generally, right? And this could be good or bad. You know, maybe you're, <laughs> maybe you have a little bit of weird unconscious patterns that you're not working with. You pour your sexual energy on those practicing semen retention without doing like underlying balancing work. And then you turn into Darth Vader. You're a maniac, right? That can happen. <laughs> uh, but you, at the same time, if you're doing balancing work, you, you're doing Qigong, you're, you're, you're training the sexual Kung Fu system, you're becoming a very balanced and, and person of integrity, very magnetic, and people enjoy being around you. It depends. Brett says, how long do you usually meditate for? And do you sit or lie down? I, I meditate for about a minimum of 40 minutes. Um, I do a morning meditation. Sometimes I go for an hour. Sometimes I've got more than that, but usually it's about 40 minutes to an hour. And yes, I sit down. I, I, I don't do meditation lying down. I like to have erect spine, straight, erect, <laughs> uh, sit with my spine straight. I use a meditation cushion. So my, you know, kind of a half lotus position. I feel my Don Tan strongest that way. Okay. I have a few minutes left. Just a few more questions, guys. Randall Frank says, do you think the body can heal itself of anything with the mind? Uh, I mean, I believe it's possible to be healed of anything for sure. Uh, your belief is really everything. You know, a lot of like, there's the video Greg Braden showed of, uh, I think it was like a Qigong hospital in China back in the, maybe the 90s, maybe 2000s, where they had a tumor. So th these energy healers were sitting around this person and who had like a large tumor. And it's like on the screen, an x-ray or whatever. And as they're like chanting, uh, the tumor literally disappears. You can watch it happen. 
and they're just, you know, they're doing energy work. And, and what they explain that what they're doing is they're, they're saying this chant that means uh, it's done or something, which basically their intention is that instead of like, please make this tumor go away, they're seeing it gone. They're feeling it gone. They're feeling the work already done. That's one of the keys to manifesting, right? So, and this really comes down to how strong your belief is, right? Uh, lucid dreaming, I think is a good training for this. It's, what I, it's like when you're lucid dreaming is dreaming with the complete awareness you're dreaming, you can start to affect your dream world. It's pretty trippy. And so you can literally make things, whatever you want happen. You can make things appear, disappear. But the thing is you have to believe it 100% that's going to happen. Then it happens, right? It's like uh, in the matrix when Neo is doing the jump program and, and Morpheus is like, what does he say? Something about, you know, he's like, let go of all fear, all doubts, and just like, no, you can do this. And that's, you know, it's the thing with, with manifestation, with healing, whatever. It's like a lot of it's belief and moving energy. Zenny says, do you believe in God? I believe in a uh, uh, cosmic, I, I believe that we're all part of this cosmic consciousness, this great, you know, experiment. Uh, the, we're all part of a creation, you know. God isn't a word I use all the time, but I do believe we're part of this higher consciousness. Everything is uh, uh, conscious, consciously created. You know, you look at like, the incredibly intricate patterns of creation, sacred geometry, the geometries of our body. Like, there's no way this is all random, in my opinion. Dust Barber says, I've been practicing a free Qigong class every day for six days. I'm getting frustrated and discouraged that I'm not feeling any progress. Is this common or I am possibly am I possibly doing something wrong? It's common. Six days isn't that long. For some people, it takes months to really start feeling chi. So just keep going. Know that you're getting massive benefits by doing it. And just make, you know, just be aware of like, are you relaxed? Like really, really relaxed. Is your mind relaxed? Is your mind focused within your body? Or is it like thinking like, oh, this is stupid. I'm wasting my time. What am I going to do later? What am I going to eat? Your mind must be involved in the body, relaxed for the process. It's training. It's not going to happen overnight. It takes time. So just keep doing it. Okay, guys, I got to jump off. Thanks to everyone for joining. Uh, always fun. I may or may not be going live next week. I'm going to be in Montana. I'm uh, heading up to the mountains to study with uh, my Jedi teacher, Jude, who lives over there. It's going to be awesome. I don't know what my internet's going to be like, so maybe I'll go live, maybe not. We'll see. But again, multi-orgasmic man, registration's open for just over 24 hours. Uh, complete guide to sexual mastery. What can I say? Sign up to the link in the description, link in my Instagram bio. Okay, guys. Oh, last question. Freddie Moore, does relapsing me, does relapsing take me back to ground zero? No, it doesn't. It's a process. You know, if ejaculation released all your energy, you would die when you ejaculated. As long as you're not doing it every day, you know, you're on the right track. Okay, guys. Take care. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Sexual Kung Fu Podcast. Make sure you grab my free ejaculation control guide in the description and follow Sexual Kung Fu on Instagram and YouTube.